Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Friday, October 21st edition of the DC Daily Drop. Today we've got news on the Aquaman film, the Batman movie, and some Wonder Woman news. E.T. kind of met up with James Wan during the Aussies and Filmmaker something it was something where australians got together people who make films in australia and uh, they got to talk to james wan about his upcoming aquaman film and they we got two kind of cool pieces of information um first he he talked a little bit about what he wants the tone of the movie to be like um and he says i kind of don't want to give away too much but know this the spirit that i'm going for is like a classic sort of swashbuckling action adventure sort of high seas adventure story it's ultimately a quest story in the spirit of Raiders of the Lost Ark meets Romancing the Stone. Um, so, I don't know about you, but for me, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Romancing the Stone were two of the movies that I just kind of cycled between all the time when I was a kid. Like, I loved those movies. So, oh, really? Yeah, really. So, if there if there's a movie like that with Aquaman in it, that would be amazing. That's really interesting. So, what? Do, so you think, what, he's going to be, Aquaman's going to be looking for something in the movie, or... I mean, yeah, I, I mean, he said it's a, a quest story. So I don't know if that means they're going to introduce some other character who is looking for Aquaman, but that doesn't make much sense. So I think it's going to be Aquaman looking <laughs> for something. So, so that makes more sense. So the rumor is Black Manta is the villain of the first one. Um, that's mm-hmm. what's, you know, the rumors have been. So I don't know if maybe Black Manta steals something. Maybe he steals Aquaman's trident or something like that. And then. Aquaman has to to find it. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'm excited for it. And again, this is something this is something new to a DC movie. Really, mm-hmm. um, we might see a little bit of it in Justice League with the uh, the mother boxes, but it's really a new concept. Yeah, and it's kind of new for James Wan too, because he's he's made his name in horror, and then he did um, Fast and Furious the seventh one. Yeah, is that the one he did. Yeah, and the so one that he, made all the money. Right, the one with all the money. <laughs> um, so. That one's definitely not in the spirit of Raiders of Lost Ark, but it is a lot of fun adventure action. So he's proven that he can do that and do it well with a known brand. Yeah, he's going to be doing something new that he's never done before, but that doesn't really scare me with James Wan because he's been so successful with everything that he's done. Yeah, and so this this just, that description that he gave is enough to get me pretty jollied about it. <laughs> I was already excited about the Aquaman movie, but this is cool to hear. Right. Um, and so the, the second little piece of information, um, he also talked about sort of what we're going to see um, from Aquaman and Mera in Justice League. And he said, I think Amber and Jason Momoa in their moments in Justice League are going to give the rest of the world a flavor of what their own standalone movie could be. And that is just scratching the surface of what I plan to do. That's really and, cool, too. Yeah. Um, I think this Aquaman film has a chance to be sort of a team-up film unlike anything we've seen before because Mira can be a superhero on her own. You know, she doesn't need Aquaman. That's something we don't really see. I mean, Lois Lane is a hero, but you're not going to see her fighting side-by-side with Superman, you know? Yeah. Same thing with Steve Trevor. We're going to see some Steve Trevor action in the Wonder Woman film, but if Ares is there, there's not much he can do. Mm -hmm. But Mira is an equal to Arthur, so I I like that it's going to be sort of a sort of a we're going to be seeing the story of both of them rather than Aquaman and then Mira just be there for a love interest yeah and it's just goes to show again that Justice League 
is going to be its own story, but it's also going to be a lot of small extended trailers for other movies. And <laughs> that's going to be pretty cool. It's just going to be setting up some, some yeah. really cool future movies. But I, th- I think it'll all make sense. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, I don't think Batman's going to go to Atlantis necessarily, but I think we're going to see Atlantis. So I don't know if that'll be in, revol- involved in the recruiting scene or if Batman will probably find Aquaman and then Aquaman will go back to Atlantis and talk to Mira about it or what, if he wants to join the Justice League. But I don't care how they do it. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in other news, Mark Hughes of Forbes released an article titled Why Fans and Press Should Relax About Batman Movie Rumors. Um, if you don't know who Mark Hughes is, he's really one of the best DC writers out there. He, you know, he writes for Forbes and he's, it's really weird. He does something different compared to most people. He like looks at facts and actual information and um, makes reasonable assumptions based on that. Uh, you don't see that a lot in journalism today, but <laughs> it's something he's tried out and works pretty well for him. Um, but he, it's a really good article. You know, he talks about, um, it's a combination of what he's been told through sources and then reasonable conjecture based on that and what the public information is. But there was a handful of interesting tidbits in there and I'm just going to run down them. Uh, he said that a final draft is nearing completion, if not already done for the script. Affleck is likely being evasive right now because he doesn't want, you know, the Batman news to overcycle, to overshadow his films like The Accountant and Live by Night that's coming up. So most likely, you know, we've talked about this before. I think after Live by Night comes out in late December, we're going to be hearing a lot more information about Batman. He just doesn't want to overshadow what he's doing right now. Which is why he was probably a little peeved at Joe Magnello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why we talked about why he's probably mad at him. But uh, cat's out of the bag. Um, and, and Mark Hughes said everything is full go, barring something catastrophic and Warner Brothers is likely hoping for a 2018 release, but could be by 2019, which we talked about um, the other day. Uh, an interesting quote was, if it begins production by the start of summer next year, then Affleck would have between 15 to 18 months to complete the film and get it into theaters in time for a late summer or fall of 2018. And that's longer than it took Christopher Nolan to film, edit, and release The Dark Knight, and much longer than Affleck took to film, edit, and release The Town or Argo for comparison, end quote. So that just sort of confirms what we talked about before, like October 5th, that October 5th date might be the favorite, but it wouldn't surprise me if that July 27th date actually went to the Batman. Yeah. And then some of Hughes' other thoughts and, and sources were thought that um, Deathstroke won't be the only villain. Uh, Batman is a changed man after the events of Batman v Superman. He's been brought back to be more of a hero after Superman's sacrifice. Uh, Hughes expects to see Robin and or Nightwing. And he believes we'll see inside of Arkham Asylum. And early reports told him, he doesn't know if this is still up to date, but early reports told him that Joker would be involved and his story would take influence from The Dark Knight Returns. In that story, the Joker is kind of uh, pretending to be reformed, uh, a reformed criminal, and but he, of course, is not. Uh, so what do you think about all that news, Zach? Uh, there's not a single thing that he said that, gives me pause or makes me upset in any way like if all of those things happened i would be absolutely ecstatic watching the movie in theaters seeing robin seeing nightwing seeing arkham asylum seeing joker based on dark knight returns oh yeah there's nothing 
nothing in there that I was like, oh, I hope they don't do that. Jared Leto would be so great as that, like the reformed oh, yeah. Dark Knight Returns Joker. I could just perfectly see him as that. Well, like the little snippet in Suicide Squad where Harley's having her like fantasy about having a normal life. Right. He's a he's a pretty normal looking guy. He look he can play the part of yeah. a nice person. Just like normal and calm. And then of course he's, you know, planning to murder everyone underneath. But Yeah. That's what the Joker does. Yeah, so this is all good information to me. It all makes sense. A lot of it we, we guessed on before. Um but it's nice to sort of have a good source sort of put good information out there and basically tell everyone to chill <laughs> because yeah. you know ben affleck says he might change the name of the movie everybody freaks out and you know any little thing he says makes big news so that's cool yeah which which is funny because i mean the title the working title or whatever was the batman right and so it literally cannot get any more generic than that unless maybe they take off the word the right yeah, so it's just it's just funny. Ben Affleck is clearly not trying to make news, but yet still anything he says is big news. Right. Our next piece of news, um, Entertain- Entertainment Weekly um, came out with their top 50 list of most powerful and influential superheroes. Um, and they did a, a pretty thorough breakdown. Um, they had a 100-point system ranking where they looked at the cultural impact, the bankability, the design, the modern relevance, the mythology, the nemesises, the originality, nemesis. personality, nemesi, <laughs> originality, personality, and powers of the superheroes. And their number one superhero was Wonder Woman. So basically they tried to take a bunch of subjective factors and pretend they're objective. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but cultural impact actually counted twice in that, apparently kind of mm-hmm. double compared to everything else but this is really cool um we've talked before like 10 years ago wonder woman probably wouldn't be on the top of this list it's finally yeah. her time you know she's being named a un ambassador today it's her 75th anniversary she's got a movie coming out next year she was in a movie this year never has wonder woman been bigger yeah and you could argue that she was probably the fans favorite part of batman versus superman was wonder woman's introduction so. oh yeah that was most people you know, whether they like the movie or not, they loved what they saw from Wonder Woman in that. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like you said, it's her time. Um, besides Wonder Woman, uh, number two was Spider-Man, three was Batman, and four was Superman. So three of the top four, top 50 characters, superheroes, um, are DC characters. So that's kind of cool to see. Yeah. And there were other DC names on the list, but I just thought it was interesting that three of the top four were DC. Although any list that puts Superman as number four and the most powerful and influential superhero. I've got a question. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not bashing Wonder Woman. I think she's well deserved, but Superman only number 4. I don't know about that. Yeah. But anyways, before we start a fight, um speaking of Wonder Woman becoming the UN ambassador, today Wonder Woman is becoming a UN ambassador. Yeah, we talked about uh, this we... a little bit on Wednesday, but there's been some more news since then. Mm-hmm. Uh so DC Comics is actually live streaming the event at noon Eastern. Um, Gal Gadot, Linda Carter, and Diane Nelson, who is the um, creative president of DC Comics. The president of DC Entertainment. Yeah, that. Um, They'll all be there. And Diane Nelson is actually um, accepting it on behalf of Wonder Woman, who could not be there. Yeah, she's she's busy. She's out saving people. (laughs) Um, And then uh, the director of the new Wonder Woman movie, Patty Jenkins, and Gal Gadot, who will be playing Wonder Woman in the new Wonder Woman movie, um, are also going to be doing a live 
Q&A session on Twitter starting at 1.15 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, so that's exciting that they're making a big deal out of it. DC's calling it their 75th anniversary of Wonder Woman, and it's very cool, well-deserved. Like like we just talked about, it's glad Wonder Woman's in the news. So our last thing today is that DC is dominating Halloween costume sales. I don't think that's surprising to many people that Harley Quinn would be number one overall, but they're doing pretty good. Um, this is according to thisisinsider.com. DC actually has four of the top seven costumes and eight of the top 50 overall. So number one is Harley, two is Joker, five is Wonder Woman, seven is Batman, 17 is Poison Ivy, 23 is Catwoman, 39 is Superman, and 47 is Batgirl. Yeah, the other the other funny thing about this was that number three was just superhero, like generic superhero. Yeah, I guess that's just like, it's interesting how they did it. I guess that just means it's not any particular DC or Marvel hero. It's just a superhero. Yeah. They also had weird things like that. Like eight was just Star Wars. Anything from Star Wars at all, evidently? I, I guess so. Even though they had Darth Vader at 49, so I guess he's not part of Star Wars. Yeah, he's not officially Star Wars canon. Yeah, okay. That would open a whole new can of worms. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just think it's not much information there, but it's cool. You know, four of the top seven and eight of the top 50 costumes this year will be DC. So we're going to be seeing a lot of Harley and Joker running around, I'm sure. Yep. Be prepared. All right, well, that's it for today. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.